Hey, Happy New Year from everybody here at Backlash Podcast. It's 2022. I hope I said that right. I keep messing that up. Anyways, we are back with another episode. And eh, I don't know, like last week, it's going to be short and to the point. We're, uh, we're going to talk about the Chicago Muskie Expo and any other random topic that comes up. Carrie Hoppy, Muskie Mayhem Tackle, is here along with Brad Hoppy, also from Muskie Mayhem Tackle. All right, so here we are. We're, I don't know, what is it? It's Tuesday afternoon, and I have about mm, 12 hours to get this one online. And I have about 36 hours before I leave for the show. So that's how close we are to finally getting, I don't know, musky shows back to normal, at least a little bit, right? Yeah, that's the the deal. I mean, tomorrow I'll be on the road to get uh, down to Madison, Wisconsin, and on my way to Chicago Thursday morning. So run, 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 Jeff. That's the, the deal with shows, and we're back at it. Yep, and like, you know, would be usual for shows. It looks like we're going to be clear weather-wise for the weekend, but for me traveling, if I was going to travel tomorrow, it doesn't look that great. It looks like uh, two to four inches of snow, 40 miles an hour, at least up by me. I don't know. What are you going to run into when you're on your way to Madison, Brad? I haven't even looked, Jeff. It's probably better that way. (laughs) I don't even pay attention to the weather. You know, it's funny. I look at the Weather Channel. 10, 15 times a day while it's fishing season, and once fishing's over, I don't even care anymore. That's funny. I look at it way more often during show season than I do during fishing season because I don't get to fish. That's maybe a problem. (laughs) Just maybe, huh? Uh, The weird thing is that it seems like no matter what year it is, all the years of shows that we've went to, I don't know, 18 years, 20 years, probably a couple before we started the business, we're going on our 18th year. It seems like it's inevitable. You're always going to hit a storm of some sort, whether it's on the way there. Normally, it's on the way home, usually. Yeah, I looked at pack-up weather on Sunday. It looks like it's going to be a very warm 7 degrees, so I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be awesome. That's kind of a heat wave for us. Yeah, we we just got done with uh, about three days. Well, two days were 28 below, what was it, Saturday and Sunday morning, so... 28 below yesterday it hit 20 degrees here and i loaded the trailer and i was in a sweatshirt it felt pretty warm yeah i need to load my trailer yet tonight i was gonna wait till tomorrow but we're you know with that impending snowstorm and the wind and whatever i'm like i might as well get it done tonight we have a lot of it done but we're still waiting on a few products to arrive i'm waiting actually for ups right now hopefully they're here by the time we're done with this podcast so i have a little bit more I can do. I have a little bit more I can do because Speedy showed up and they brought me a restock of 14 inch slammers. That's his new bait for this year. And so we'll have those at the show, which as of, you know, probably two hours ago, we wouldn't have had them at the show because people came online and they bought stuff. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm excited that they scooped them up there, but we had to reorder and uh, Bill from Slammer came through in the clutch and got us some more. So we'll have those at the show. And, uh, I don't know, I have a whole bunch of other stuff at the show. How about you guys? What's new for Musky Mayhem at this show? Well, we'll have the new grenade, Jeff, uh, the bait that we've talked about the last couple of weeks. I don't want to keep beating on that drum, but the grenade was a phenomenal bait this past season, and we're excited to launch that this weekend, actually. Um, that'll be available at our booth. And since the trigger and the detonator came out, we have not had an actual show, so... We will have both of those baits in the booth as well. I think I packed up roughly, oh, I don't know, 15, 16 colors of each one of those. So, 
You know, the one thing that's, I guess, good and bad about shows is that we have 50 feet of booth space. And I had, I had a message yesterday. Somebody asked me if, you know, how much, how much of our tackle are we going to bring? Are we going to bring it all? And I'm like, there's just no way this shop's 2000 square feet and it's loaded with tackle, you know, from floor to ceiling at those shows. We can't go quite to, you know, we use eight foot high grid wall and we can't use that because I don't expect customers to be, you know, climbing on ladders and stuff to get it off the top rack. But we're going to bring as much as we can, but we had to, you know, our musky mayhem selection is, I don't know how many colors we carry, Brad or Brad or Carrie, Carrie, you probably know, it's probably closer to 50, I guess. It's probably more than that. If you go through all the different, different baits, because some you carry in some and some you don't carry in others. And it's probably a lot more than that. It should be like 56 if Carrie wasn't so busy in December, right, Carrie? Right. Something like that. <laughs> I'm working on it, Jeff. Work faster, work Carrie. <laughs> I can only go as fast as the stuff shows up to me. Oh, well, maybe we should have worked on it sooner, but that's yeah, right. right. There's no shortage of, there's no shortage of Mayhem products. We don't bring it all, but I think we brought triggers, showgirls, detonators, junior cowgirls, trying to think what else i know we brought willow bladed rabbit squirrels those are um if you've heard me on a podcast you should get your hands on some of those they're um they've been a good bait it's weird because they don't look like much in the water but they definitely catch muskies i'm trying to think what else we had from mayhem what else would we bring that we would i don't know if we brought any of the ds4s or any of that kind of stuff i don't know i should wrote this stuff down but i had my kids do most of the packing i got to just hang out so they didn't they did most of it we should have alexis on and ask her what we brought now, one of the cool things that I guess we offer too, Jeff, is the custom tying that we do. Um, and this time, this show, we will offer, let's see here, you're going to stretch my brain a little bit. We're going to offer the double show girls, the juniors, the cowgirls, the supermodels, as well as the new trigger and the new detonator. They will all be available there for custom ties. And like you said, Jeff, we just can't bring everything that we produce. Um Booth space is one concern, and then second of all, just uh, it just almost gets to be impossible to bring every product that we actually produce. Yeah, I understand. That's the same way for us. I mean, with all the products we carry, all the color selection we carry, it's just not possible. But I know it's weird because we started out packing up for the show, and I was worried about how much we had because in years past, we'd bring like five or six deep in every single color, which... You know, we'd maybe sell two or three every color, possibly. Some of it we'd sell zero. So you do a lot of hanging and then unhanging because we would bring lots and lots of gear. And inevitably, I mean, we still sell a bunch, but there's still lots left over. You walk past their booth on Sunday and you'd be like, mm, did those guys sell anything this weekend? And the answer is usually yes. But with, uh, you know, not being able to bring all the stuff. So this year I, I pared it down. I didn't go some of the better, some of the stuff I anticipate selling better. We brought a little bit more, but a lot of it, we only went three deep. So I guess in that instance, if you're hoping to get something that you think might sell faster, you know, visit our booth, I guess, a little bit quicker because, I mean, quantities are limited. But again, I mean, you can find, I'd say, a good portion of it. Not all of it. There's definitely stuff in the booth that wouldn't make it online, but you can find that stuff online as well. Or you can see us in Milwaukee or Wausau or Minnesota. But anyway, so now we're getting to the end of packing and I'm going, hmm, I kind of wonder where all this stuff's going to fit because there is only so much room in the booth. So it's always a jigsaw puzzle. It's always 
fun little game to play on the first show because you don't have any idea with how with what you loaded whether it fits it doesn't fit how it goes together so it'll be interesting little game yeah it's kind of weird after basically two years of not going to a show i uh i was struggling trying to make sure that i got everything put in the trailer that's for sure hopefully i didn't forget anything i've got a couple checklists but uh you never know how that goes jeff so i got a question for you i'm curious what new products you're going to be bringing i mean I haven't really heard a lot of noise about a lot of new products. What what else besides that slammer that you were talking about is going to be coming and arriving at the show? Well, we have some spring flings that we're supposed to go to the 2021 Chicago show from Brotherhood Bates. Uh, Tony Spaker, Spicker, we've had him on the show before. Uh, him and his partner, Kyle, they have a small bait company. They make very limited runs of stuff, so... We had some baits that were supposed to go to Chicago last year. They didn't. Rather than try to figure out how I was going to divvy them up online, because they're, you know, I guess fairly collectible or desired or however you want to say it. And so we're going to bring those to the show. For new products, though, we have a four-inch Boss Shad, a four-inch Boss Shad Minnow, which he's only released to the public one other time. There's literally like 50 of them in existence. I got to check them out in person last year when I went to PA, and they're. Uh, Pretty cool bait, so we'll have some of those. As far as other new stuff, you got IC10 from Musky Frenzy. We have, oh, there's a Toothy Tough Baits. They make a, a an assault eel. I've heard some people say it looks like a bulldog, but in my opinion, it, I mean, rubber baits kind of all, I don't want to say they all blend together, but they do in a sense, and, and this is another rubber bait, but it's got a very long ribbon tail. Like the 7-inch bait, I want to say, is probably... Oh, uh, with the tail 19 inches long, I'd have to double check my description. So it's definitely a very long bait. And so we picked up some, we picked up a batch of those. We had them on the website. They sold really well. And then I added more colors and a new batch and we're taking that to Chicago. So I'll add that in a four inch size, which is maybe like, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the sizing on it is of the body. So, but overall I'd say it's like a nine inch bait. Then you have a five and a half inch size, which is probably like a 14 inch bait with the tail, just a really long, long tail. I mean, from the guys that have used them, I guess it's, you know, a, a pretty cool sought after bait. And then we have the seven inch size, which is, I don't know, maybe like, it's probably a little bigger than like a mag dog. But oh, they're also, what I'm surprised by, they're a little, maybe a little heavier. So they might get possibly a little bit deeper. I wish I could tell you from experience, but I can't because i didn't use them i just found out about them a customer of mine uh he brought it to my attention i don't know probably in november and so we got those together so that's cool we last season we added a bunch of custom baits from joe booker outdoors which joe booker's not new but the custom colors are and for us we've never actually had joe booker at a show so we have that stuff in the show we're also bringing uh some new colors from slammer tackle we are hopefully going to have some new colors from Phantom as long as I actually get them priced and packed up. They showed up yesterday. There's a slight chance that Smitty Bates is going to have some new colors. Um, if they don't make it to this show, they for sure will to Milwaukee, and then they'll make it online in between. And then for people that haven't had a chance to check out an RS net in person, we that's what I'm waiting on. One of the things I'm waiting on from UPS today is rs nets are going to be there as well we've never had those at a show because we started carrying those last year so if you want to get your hands on them that's the net that's as seen on keys outdoors 
you know, we'll have that kind of stuff there. So Brad, to answer your question in a very long way, there's mostly new colors, but there isn't a ton of new products out this year. I think most of the manufacturers were up to their eyeballs just trying to keep up with their regular stuff. I mean, you're you're a manufacturer. I think you could agree. Yeah, it's always a challenge, Jeff, that's for sure. And when you're so buried in regular work, it's hard to be real creative. But, uh, you know, it seems like we've come out with something new in the last couple of years every year. But ultimately, um, I've always got a few tricks up my sleeve. But you're right. I mean, when it gets down to it, we're just busy grinding out what's uh, what's already out there. And you know, like I said, I mean, it seems like for every show, I always try to find something new or different or cool to, to bring to the shows. I know we had wanted to get some um, infamous musky tackle. It's kind of one of those staples in our booth we won't have in Chicago because I guess epoxy he uses that uh, True Glide epoxy. I guess that stuff was in short supply until recently. And so it, it appears as though Andy won't have a batch of baits done for there. But, you know, whatever. Well, like I said, we have... I mean, there's going to be no shortage of baits in our booth. We have 50 feet in Chicago. That's more than we've ever had before. You know, we're loaded up on hats, t-shirts, hoodies, jerseys, you know, you name it, we have it. I mean, we tried to bring a sampling of everything that we have in our website. Of course, there, you know, inevitably on Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock, somebody's going to ask me for something that we definitely didn't bring. It happens every single time. Yeah, it's hard to, to fit the whole boat in there, so... I I know, Jeff, it's a struggle. Um, people be in the booth wondering what they can have built, and they're like, you're not building this? And I'm, I'm sorry, I just can't bring that much stuff. Uh, it's crazy. Absolutely. You know, one thing we haven't talked about this year was the new venue. It's moving from uh, the Pheasant Run to Kane County Fairground, I believe it is. So, you know, for anybody that's coming out to the show, we'll make sure they check that out. And then there's also been a few people that have talked recently about its location and vaccine mandates and all that kind of stuff. We're not in Cook County, we're in Kane County. And so as far as I know in Kane County and based on what I've been told, there's no restrictions as far as you don't need any vaccine cards or any of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I'm not trying to be political, but it's it's an issue this year and in past years or whatever. So you don't need anything. You know, show up to the show. I from what I'm told, if you feel like wearing a mask, wear a mask. And if you don't feel like wearing a mask you know, don't wear a mask. So that's just kind of what I've heard. Have you guys heard anything different or similar? Well, the letter from the promoter said exactly what you just said. And he will be offering to those that want it. I believe he's offering masks even. So if somebody wants to wear one, um, I believe they can get it right as they uh, sign in for the show. Yeah, I believe that you're right. So I, I don't know the venue. I know one thing that's cool, Brad, is it looks like I got a garage door literally right behind my booth. So I can, uh, I should be able to just unload literally right into my booth. So I'm kind of excited about that. When I got my location, I had no idea that that was an option. And it's, so that's nice. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Do you even know where my location is? Cause I have no idea. <laughs> um, I actually asked and you're in the same room that I'm in. Cause so basically there's two rooms, I guess, with this new layout. It's uh, you come in and you're in the middle and you go to one room on the right, one room on the left. And so we're in the right room, and I believe that's like the West Wing, I think they call it, or something like that. And I don't know, you're in the 400 range. I'm at like 101 to 105. I think we're like pretty close to when you come in the door. So, um, but you guys are in that same room that we are. Awesome. I guess I will find out Thursday morning. Yeah, I guess you will. 
Is there any casting tanks or anything? I mean, are they doing anything else? I have not heard. I haven't seen a casting tank since Milwaukee. It's weird that you even bring that up. That was actually probably one of the coolest things they ever had at a muskie show, I think. It was popular. And then I remember it being like, I don't know, zero degrees on one weekend, and they couldn't bring the tank, and the next thing you know, the tank wasn't available in Milwaukee anymore. Is that kind of what you remember? Well, we've had so many venue changes. I think some of it was that as well. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it would be nice if we had some stability, but... I mean, because we go to Minnesota, you're going to have a new venue change there as well. That's, But that, in my opinion, I think is going to be for the better. Yeah, absolutely. The loading on unloading in the past venue was disastrous, to say the least. One door. So hopefully this venue has multiple doors for getting us in and out of there. Yeah, I looked at it, Brad. It looks like it's going to be a decent thing. I'm assuming there'll be, you know, plenty of parking. Being a fairground, I would imagine there's got to be a ton of parking around there. I would assume, yeah. Well, that's what'll be nice about the Minnesota show, too. It's at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, so you don't have to worry about the parking on the streets or anything like that. It was a little bit sketchy where the show used to be, so this should be better for everyone. Yeah, and I mean, not to mention that you'd have to go drop your trailer off and then go drag it over by some hospital or whatever four miles away. I mean... That's about as inconvenient as it gets for, a, you know, for a show. Absolutely. L- let's make a little, I don't know, we'll, we'll do a little on air so it's recorded. What do you guys think for attendance for this weekend? I know there's a lot that's been you know, hotly debated amongst vendors. They're all concerned about things. What do you guys think for, you know, what do you think the show is going to produce? Your guess is as good as mine, Jeff. I, I do think there's some pent-up uh, energy out there where guys want to get out and take a look and come visit with other people that share the same passions. I just I have no idea. You know, I really don't have a good idea. I know one thing that scared me a little bit is Carrie just told me that uh, a Sean Berg show was canceled here just a couple days ago. Yeah, but again, from what I understand, though, a Sean Berg show is in Cook County. And so Cook County would probably have to have all sorts of mandates. The other thing I had heard was the Schaumburg show is it has a lot of Canadian vendors, which is going to suffer the same fate then as what, you know, the All Canada show did. So I don't know that we can necessarily judge that. I just hope that, I mean, I hope that people, that you know, are, are you know, willing to come out and, and support us and I guess, you know, in, in somewhat, you know, thank us for coming out to a show. I'm not saying we need to be thanked, but it's nice when we're supported when we come out to the show based on, I mean, you guys know how much work it is to get even get to the to a show. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. I mean, there's a lot of unseen actual cost as well. You know, I mean, not only the fuel that we're burning, the hotel, the meals, and, and the booth itself. So, plus all the product that we're put together. You know, it's not just a free ride, I guess. And and when we're supportive in our booth, it's it's truly remarkable. That's for sure. And we appreciate all of our customers. I know you do as well, Jeff. And I hope that's the case this week, this coming weekend. We'll see what happens. I guess. You know, I mean, uh, it's huge to be able to talk to our customers, and we get to see them face to face. And I think that's my favorite part about the whole show scene. Mm-hmm. I I like that part about it because. You know, much like you said, this is our one shot to talk face to face with customers. And you know, although we offer or we ask for customer or listener feedback on the podcast itself, we don't tend to get a lot of it. So, 
So we don't hear, you know, we don't hear from our customers too often, but I know in person, they definitely don't have any problems offering suggestions or, Hey, did you hear about this guest? Or did you, could you talk to this guy or could you do this? And even, you know, like, you know, product wise and color wise and all that other stuff, we have a lot of that too. You know, if customers ask us like, Hey, you did this color six years ago and I can't find it. Can you do it again? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the key part to this whole thing. I mean, as I said, we all share the same passion and it's really fun to actually get out there and talk to these people. You know, it, it was super cool. If you remember two years ago, I'm thinking we were into the podcast, what, maybe 20 some episodes. And it was really cool having people come into the booth and, and showing their appreciation to the podcast. And I, I don't know, I'm looking forward to hearing some of that as well. Yeah, I hope a lot of the podcast listeners, I mean, if you listen and, and you like what we're doing, or even if you don't like what you're doing, you want to tell me and Brad about that, you know, just don't base your uh, your like or dislike off these last two episodes. We apologize for that. It's been a little bit hectic. We don't want your uh, opinion of us tainted off this. We will get back to our regular scheduled programming, whether you like it or not, in the very near future. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. You know, one of the things that uh, is very important, I believe, with this whole podcast is that... We do have good guests on the show, and I think the people really enjoy that. How many, how many times can they listen to me and you go back and forth about rambling here and rambling there? But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, everything should start to calm back down here in the next week or two, and uh, I think we can get right back on track, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think we have some good guests that are going to be lined up for, you know, we'll start, we'll start the new year off, right? I think that... I, I think that we're going to have a guest on for the show right after Chicago. I had reached out to um, a guest already, and hopefully he's able to come on. I wanted him to come on today just to kind of fill in the gaps here on this episode, but he was unavailable. I guess he had a dentist appointment to go to, which, I mean, it's to be ex- expected because I gave him literally like five minutes to come on. it's pretty amazing i bet if we made another three four calls we would have found somebody but let's uh let's kick it all back off again next week how's that sound yeah that sounds good i mean ultimately yeah i bet you if we would have poked around a little further unfortunately we don't have that much time like literally i'm i'm getting we don't usually record on the tuesday before the wednesday release it's usually i mean lately it's been quite a bit sooner unfortunately it's just the times that we're in for right now and we'll get back to things you know good here pretty quick uh i guess you guys got anything else you want to talk about with musky mayhem tackle and chicago show i mean i think we kind of kicked it around enough i hope that we see a lot of friendly faces out there yeah absolutely jeff i mean i can't reiterate that enough but uh other than that i think uh looking forward to uh spending three days hanging out with a bunch of people i haven't seen in quite a few years so with that, we want to thank everybody again for their support of Musky Mayhem Tackle, Team Rhino Outdoors, and Backlash Podcast. We hope that each and every one of you that listens and, you know, whether you like us or you don't, you have a happy new year and it's a, a successful new year. You know, for people that are still out on the water, there is some southern destinations and you guys are still fishing. So hopefully you guys are putting some fish in the net as it is. And we're going to head out of here because I got to roll out. Brad's got to roll out. Carrie's got to make me some new colors, so we have those for the website soon enough and for the Milwaukee show. And we'll catch everybody with a new episode next week. 